0: Good morning and welcome to Bite Size. My name is Yoni Pollock, and I'll be your host on Wednesday mornings from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. November 14th, which means tomorrow's November 15th. And if my weather app is correct, it means it may be the first snow that we see in New York. But I think it depends like what. I mean, forget about weather app. We always discuss that. But whatever, weather man, I think I'm hearing some of it might might not snow in the city. It might only snow in certain parts of the north. It might not even snow at all. All I'm saying is that the first snow of the season is both exciting and just like, oh, no. You know, it's the exciting, like, oh, cool snow, right? And then it's just like, ah, winter has officially arrived. And the southern part of me does not like that. Now, actually, what's interesting is that the weather in Houston has actually been freezing, too. I think they, they are getting into the 30s, what's called a freeze warning in Houston. Because that doesn't happen down there in those parts. So they've actually had some chillier nights than I have. Actually, one night, um, I think it was, it might have been Saturday night in my apartment. And it's, I don't think this has happened to me since like a few years ago. Maybe not like at all, but it, I was like for whatever, for whatever reason, either I shut the heat or the heat wasn't on in my apartment or in my room specifically. And I woke up; it must have been like six a.m., freezing, and like that. I don't think has ever happened to me where I just wake up because I'm so cold, and like I so I turn back, you know, toss toss over, try to go back to sleep. Wake up like two minutes later, freezing, and like I'm trying to like avoid getting up because the second you get up, kind of you like you lose that sleep, you know, like. You go to the bathroom in the morning. If you ever wake up in the middle of the night and have to go to the bathroom or just, like, something happens in the middle of the night and you wake up and you just – you plan on going right back to bed. And you don't want to lose that sleep. So you, like, leave your eyes squinted and, like, keep the sleep in you a bit because the second you, like, stretch or wide awake, that's it. You're done. So, like, toss and turn, like, five, six, seven times. At some point it's, like, 6.30 and I, I clearly am not falling back asleep. I'm, like, I need to get – Um, a sweater and sweatpants, so I I get up, keep my eyes squinted, sweater, sweatpants, back into bed, and, like, sleep another few hours um, until I had to wake up again Sunday morning, but that's never happened to me where I've woken up because I've just been so cold, and it was, like, that moment I had some, like, sad, like, epiphany of, like, that's what happens with, like, homeless people, and I, like, kind of, like, felt really sad that, like, why, you know, why there aren't, like, enough, I mean, there are enough shelters, I mean, there aren't enough shelters as too many homeless people, which is a whole separate issue, but... I like felt really bad for them. though. like I'm here in a in a room already in a nice bed in a, under a blanket and I'm freezing to to the point where I'm waking up from it I'm that cold, um, and that's what they do you know outside or whatever and it, you know I kind of had that like epiphany of sadness, um, and you know trying not to take take things for granted. But um, yeah, it was just so so cold. And anyway, I mean, wasn't even planning on talking about, but the weather. Um, it looks like that this Thursday, November 15th, we might have our first snow and already in that 40s, 30s. I was kind of just sad that there was not enough 60s days. There was like two or three, I feel like, where I get to wear like a vest or whatever. Already down to like 40s and that's it. Like I got a uh, winter coats already came out. It came out on Shabbos. It was like crazy windy. Um, so I'm a, a little bit sad about that. But last few days have been kind of fun in my life, right? We had Jewish Food Media Conference, kind of cool to check out. Um, did a show for Naomi there. Uh, Kosher Fest was yesterday. I, I, <laughs> I have like a love hate relationship with Kosher Fest because we do a show from Kosher Fest, and admittedly, it's it's tough both as, as the engineer and producer of that show. It's it, you know, we do it for Naomi, and the show is just tough to do. There is so many logistical like nightmares for for any producer where you are running around booth to booth and trying to get this person and that person, but that this person's on that schedule and that person's on this schedule, and it's just tough to uh, to get everyone coordinated until a certain time to your time. Um, so that part's kind of like the part that I kind of like hate dislike. But I love being at Kosher Fest because it's so cool. All the different foods, things you didn't even know existed, whatever it is. Uh, and, and everyone in the, in the food world is there. So it's just kind of cool um, and exciting time there at Kosher Fest. So that was kind of fun. And now it's Wednesday, and then we got Thursday, and then Shabbos. So um, I had a discussion with a friend of mine, actually, this past week. I said, "What are your, rank your favorite days of the week. So Shabbos number one. I said Friday number two because Friday – um thankfully for me at the knock seagull network it's a bit of an easier day i work from home um it allows some relaxation in the summer months especially there's a ton of time in the winter months i don't have to rush into things because i'm actually you know i'm cooking already from 10 o'clock 11 o'clock whatever it is um i'm able to do stuff for my shul so friday is my favorite day because shabbos is the next day (laughs) and then i have sunday it's like the long weekend third favorite day sunday football in the winter and whatever it is then the question is four five six seven how do you rank the middle days so i say Thursday is the fourth favorite day cuz right you got shop coming up and then the long weekend. I have Wednesday as the next favorite day. Then most people would say the, the least favorite day is Monday. I say my least favorite day is Tuesday. Why do I like Monday more than Tuesday? Because Monday to me um, I I come to work with a certain excitement and I'm thankful for it and I love it because I, I you know if I dreaded Mondays as much as most people do I wouldn't be able to live from my job. I like Monday because I walk into the studio on Monday morning. And I have no idea what's about to fly me fly at me. And I love that spontaneity. That's what I kinda love about this job. I you know, Monday morning we could walk and be like, all right, we're headed to this random city or that random city or this random country. I'd be like, cool sick, yo. I mean, that comes with a lot of legwork following it and a lot of, you know, logistical work that I gotta deal with. But but I like that excitement. And sometimes it's Monday and it's like, all right, it's gonna be a boring week, but that's fine. Mondays to me, I don't know, if they have that kind of excitement to it. It's the beginning of the week. Tuesdays to me are just like, uh, I got like three more days to the weekend still coming up. Uh it's just like, Tuesday's just like, oh, when's this week going to end already, you know? It just came off of Monday, so I'm already tired from Monday, and it's Tuesday. So that's why Tuesday to me is my least favorite day of the week. Anyway, that was a crazy random conversation I just thought of. Um, I can't imagine that was exciting to you, the listeners, and thank you for pulling through for it. But, um, yeah, that was two of my uh, things that, that, I guess, that that, that um, freezing story and that this random conversation that I thought of for this morning. So, all right, let's talk about what's going to be on this show this week. Um, things were a bit busy in terms of prepping for the show because at Kosher Fest and Jewish Food Media Conference. So it's, a, it's sort of a light show. This week, Joanna Shepson will join the program at 10 a.m. We'll knock her off from the 9.30 slot. to go 10 a.m. She's joined by Barbara Shaw from the Barbara Shaw uh, Gifts. Um, you could go barbershawgifts.com to kind of check it out to see what she's going to discuss. That'll be at 10 a.m. Uh, no segment that has no name with Miriam L. Wallach, That'll be for a different time. So really, this show, this week, and no Tova Kanach. So this show this week is simple, right? We have the opening, we got music for the next 50 or so minutes, we got Joanna Shepson at 10 a.m., music for the rest of the show, and then I'll wrap it up and kick things over to Avrami. So we start things off on a Wednesday here with one song and one song only. By the way, if you're a new listener to the show, this is what we do every week. We start things off to try to get things pumped, to try to get, you know, the blood riled up a bit, to get in that happy mood. Mahapecha Shel a Wednesday on Bite Size right here at the Nachum Siegel Network.
1: Dżama ty się osim pomysł i babi la daj, a w kadło serce jutę, to w mini, hej, na si meta całą te hoj I the a It's <laughs> so difficult, what year? I'm alive, I don't want to continue Because I have, I have I wish that I of a I know that there are is the power of of me I and I I know that and he is in the The power of everyone will give the message Give me the the Yes, the sieve codesman, Lolif got As soon as I did, I kept up shih lebakish, Tishmont is more tatigua. Then There are two the a man, I am a man. the the And who a all the world The power of everyone He me I'm a I'm I know that there's <laughs> a king And he's a king the power of everyone He's a king of my life He's a king of my getano bissim poe igagelu lloy lass oi smit zwo gedolmer isch scho ino oh oh oi semit zwo achs getano bissim poe igagelu mit zwo gedolmer isch scho ino oh oi semit zwo achs getano bissim poe igagelu lloy lass oi smit zwo gedolmer isch Weil sem nit war hast gitan und egal meri scheine samit <imitation> zum mit war inne da war gibt war wenn mit tut da mit war hab mir noch am mit war werde um um Oh, 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 war am skitan und bis <laughs> im kho
2: Mashiach will come take over. You ain't gotta be me or see what I see. All you gotta do is take a look forward. Lift up your eye to the sky. Spread out your hands. Say thank you. Smile. Get them up. Put them up. Leave them up. Ha ha. Yep, yep. Pump up the value every day. Stand in place. Heart racing. No words to say. Pressure building. Trying to hold my face. Mind drifting like not today. Wake up from everything. Break out your shell and scream. Ha shim. You're the king. Ha shim. You're the king. I Hashem Malach Hashem In-Loh Le-Olam V'Ein Hashem
1: e Hashem Hashem In-Loh Hashem
2: Couch so the cleeper is fighting we know we raging a war we won't let him go even if the world don't turn the fire will burn the h time me a core some sacrifice yeah put h on me we clapping loud screaming loud we're gonna take the crown bring it back straight to the king then we bow now who complete yep pick up a mix for lay down the hate all i am going bar or all i'ma say the feeling is great what we can say praise our shit, his name is great Like the shine upon your crown
1: Oh Toda La Al There's a smile deep within you. Ulchene, rinorino. rino, rino. This song's for singing, Rino. She's a mile with Beshuvashem. Here we go, now where we go again. Oh, you know, you It's like you're sleeping, sleeping. All the more lazy like i There's a smile deep within you. Ulchene, rinorino. rino, rino. This song's for singing, Rino. Why wait to celebrate? Nairo is your bright lights and city streets. Oh, they-
3: The choice, Baal, reat Baal, reat Baal, me, me, it's me i
0: And we are back on Bite Size, finish up hour number one, a lot of music after that intro. Hour number two begins with Joanna Shepson's interview with Barbara Shaw. Again, barbershawgifts.com if you want to check it out after the interview. Maybe I shouldn't have given you the website beforehand. You'll definitely want to check it out afterwards, and I'll remind you of the website afterwards. But here's Joanna with Barbara Shaw right here on Bite Size at the Nachum Single Network.
4: Thank you, Yoni. Today is a beautiful morning in Jerusalem, and I am walking down Emek Rafaim Street. Um, I know many of our listeners out there love walking down Emek Rafaim when they come to visit Jerusalem. And uh, this morning we get to speak with Barbara Shaw, who is the founder and uh, designer extraordinaire, let's say, of uh, the Barbara Shaw store with um, her gift items. Hi, Barbara. How are you? Great. The sun is shining and... We're just enjoying the day. So one of the things I love about Barbara's store is as you stand here, people walk in and you start hearing people giggling. So like this couple just came in and then they start laughing as they're looking through her stuff. So let's walk people through the store and just explain the types of items you create and then we'll hear a little bit about your story and how you got involved in this. Well, my byline is gifts that make you smile. So if people are giggling, they're doing what they need to be doing or supposed to be doing, which is laughing. Fantastic. So like a lot of the gifts and the the items that you have here use Yiddish to bring a bit of a giggle. So tell me a little bit about why you decided to use Yiddish. So my father was from Poland and we spoke Yiddish at home.
5: And in, in deference to him, I've made a whole range of Yiddish products. And what I find is that people come in and they say that their grandparents or their parents or whatever spoke Yiddish at home and sometimes people laugh and sometimes people actually cry and it somehow touches their soul and I feel that by making products in Yiddish it just keeps the the language alive
4: and I think feel that that's part of my mission as well. So one of your really popular items is your schlep bag. I mean that people might not even know that schlep is a Yiddish word. (laughs) I'm sure that
5: Americans think that schlepp is an American word you know an English word but of course um, what I love about it is it is what it says you know you schlepping with your schlep bag and there's a definition of schlepping and that's proven to be one of my most popular products.
4: And then we also have here, over here, we've got a whole um, collection of coasters, coffee coasters or cup coasters, um, all, all using Yiddish expressions. So my favorite one, which my father used to use all the time, a mensch tracht und Gott lacht, a man laughs, a man plan. plans, and God laughs. Which one is your favorite?
5: Well, my mother used to, or, or my father used to always say to me, es abyssal, es abyssel, you know, just as all my, the other one is... Um, one friend is better than 10 relatives. So <laughs> I say that could be the
4: case in my situation. I hope it's not in yours. <laughs> yes, and then, you, you know, you, first of all, when you walk through the store, everything is super bright and colorful. And I started talking to Barbara about what got her involved and like what she feels her mission is. Because she's just not creating items that someone can just buy as a gift, just stom. Um, like, she has a mission here. Mm-hmm. So when I came to Israel, I was looking for gifts to
5: buy for people and I couldn't find what I wanted, so I decided to start making my own. My background is actually not in design or in art, but I just felt that I had to make some things that I, I couldn't find anywhere. So what I've decided to do is somehow interpret Judaism and Israel in a and translate it into a fun... Um, fun colorful way so it becomes more attractive so I feel that that's that is my mission to make things more Judaism more attractive um, I know that sounds a
4: bit pompous but still that <laughs> no not at all she has actually influenced so many people and it's such a beautiful thing like you, know, you can even go on to Amazon and find Barbara's products there and you know you can I don't know if you do sell the aprons in Amazon I, I love do. this one don't tell me to keep calm because I'm a Jewish mother that yeah, one's that's, classic. That's and that's one of the the most popular things that I sell on Amazon. You know, people have
5: said I should do with you know, I'm a Chinese mother or whatever. But somehow, I think the Ch- Jewish mothers are a class of their own. And, got their own stereotype and for we sure. Both <laughs> identified with
4: that, I'm sure. Yeah, I identified with that one, and then I identified with the cup here that said, "I'm a woman. I'm invincible. I'm exhausted." That was definitely one of them. But then you've also got some beautiful mugs like Safta Magniva or Saba Sababa, like great gift items for someone who's got a new baby or someone who wants to just give a grandparent some – a grandparent who's got everything and just needs a smile with their coffee in the morning.
5: Well, that's also one of my ideas. You know, I I say that I'm a problem solver rather than a gift maker. So what do you give to your grandfather or what do you give to your best friend or what do you give, you know – your girlfriend or whatever so I'm trying to find solutions to those sorts of little problems that one might have and of course you know if you're traveling um, they're great gifts because they're flat and they're light and colorful and well packaged and that was again one of the things that I was looking for so I assume that other people also
4: We'll I think something. also you're probably a number one spot for people wanting to buy souvenirs to take a little bit of Israel or Israel's history home with them. So the idea is to somehow put
5: Jerusalem in your pocket and and take it, you know, and today when souvenirs around the world all look much, much of a much, muchness, what I've decided to do is actually um, put the emphasis on producing everything in Jerusalem and that has added value. Um, so the idea is to have things that are quirky, that are fun, uh, but that don't look like anything else. Like
4: there. if you're going to bring a tea towel home with Jaffa oranges on it, or I see you also really use the pomegranate motif often.
5: Well, pomegranates are, you know, that's, it's a universal theme and it figures very strongly in Judaism. So, I love pomegranates and things like slang, Israeli slang, or Israeli foods.
4: Um, The alphabet is another, you know, a a wonderful graphic theme. I think that's one of, like, the items that when you see it, you know it's a barbershop item. You've got a clock with the Hebrew letters on it. Colorful Hebrew letters. Mm -hmm. um, Seder plates, uh, challah boards, challah covers, all types of things. Um, Let's talk about This item over here, I wish this was a video and not just an audio, but there's a beautiful tray with pictures of different Israeli stamps Mm -hmm. throughout the years.
5: So, you know, on the one hand, I'm wanting to be modern and and out there and contemporary. On the other hand, retro is very much a theme that's uh, prevalent around the world. So I decided to look at, to take... Stamps, Israeli stamps that feature golden meir and flowers and all sorts of other icons and symbols of of Israel. And I produced a whole range on the the theme of the stamps. So it's um, not necessarily religious. And I just want to say that there's, you know, a lot of souvenirs are religious. And there are people who are wanting something from Israel that's not necessarily religious. And so that's why... The themes of birds and flowers and stamps and um, fruits and subras, those those are, those are um, they're clearly Israeli, but they're not necessarily heavily religious. We also, of course, have religious items, but uh, I think there's a lack in the market of items that are
4: that are Israeli in a fun to just way. make you in a fun yeah. way. They make you yeah. smile for yeah. sure. Um, and can you tell us just a little bit about your background? Like what brought you? Your accent is not Israeli, obviously. It's Australian. What brought you to Israel? How many years ago did you come here? So I've been here for 32 years. I came with one little boy
5: and pregnant, six months pregnant, which is, sounds a bit ridiculous. <laughs> and I really wanted a Jewish lifestyle. I wanted a, a, a school that was the, a corner school, but Jewish. Um I come from Sydney and there the you know the the Jewish community is wonderful the schools tend to be very maybe slightly elitist and I just wanted a very just a regular sort sort of school and I wanted a Jewish lifestyle and you've been living in Jerusalem since you came all that time my parents are Holocaust survivors and I felt you know, this is what I need to be doing in life, and I'm I'm very pleased. So, Thirty two years later, I'm still pleased.
4: <laughs> I love meeting people like Barbara because it's not just that she came here and just kind of disappeared into the stonework of Jerusalem, but she came and she added color and humor and excitement. And uh, I definitely encourage everyone who is coming into Jerusalem, you've got to walk down Emek Rafa'im. It's one of the greatest streets in Jerusalem, um, and stop at her store, twenty six Emek Rafa'im. Um, if you're out in America or anywhere else in the world, and you want to buy some unique products, you can also find her on Amazon. So they sh- Amazon, sh- should the search.
5: Yeah, the the Jewish Museum in New York. There are you know various Jewish museums in in the states. Um,
4: Amazon probably has the has the best range and i love actually when whenever there's a new baby born that i want to buy a gift i love buying the little onesies whether it's like mensch or my favorite mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. little mensch or i'm not crying i'm davening mm-hmm. um, um little sabra or or uh vil dachaya, which is another um yiddish expression that means a wild a wild beast or gever gever, which means very manly. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got pink and blue and all different expressions. So I think that the message here is there's so much to be happy about and to you're sharing such a beautiful piece of Israeli history and Israel today.
5: And the emphasis is, you know, I really want to emphasize that everything is actually made in Jerusalem and we're an all-woman company. So we have eight staff, and they're all women in all ages. Um,
4: fantastic.
5: And i just also just like to mention that th- these are not things that I would necessarily be doing in Australia. I wouldn't want to make tea towels with kangaroos. I feel that I was put on the earth to make this range in Jerusalem.
4: That's beautiful. Thank you so much. And now back to you, Yoni.
0: Thank you, Joanna, and thank you, Barbara Shaw. Again, Barbara Shaw, B-A-R-B-A-R-A Shaw S H A W Gifts dot com, Barbara Shifts dot com Gifts excuse me dot com for more information. On Joanna FunonJusal.com, Fun and fun Jerusalem on Instagram, fun and in Jerusalem. On, on Facebook to check out everything she does and will continue to do um, for all those cool activities, tours, etc., in the land of Israel specifically, but also all over Israel and in Jerusalem. We got more music coming up, and then we'll wrap things up at the end of the show. But plenty of music right here on Bite Size at the Nahum Siegel Network.
1: Can't you see? I'm trying to be all that you want so cold now it's so dark here what could i do it's not very clear If I'm a little light, you're a little light, together we are so very bright, a little light here, a little light there, see the smiles, it's so very clear, shine a little light, show right Bye, ملة كخايا وكخا ده جمالا يهوديين نشما بوارد بخمكم هو وكلرت لروت الشيء يا خادت يهودياني زي ما History I've been through. Ask me where I'm from, and I will tell you I'm a Jew, and every Jew's a proud Jew. Not just me, my sisters and my brothers. Never be ashamed to be a proud Jew. It's not what you've done, it's how He made you, I so sing this song and spread the pride around you. Yehudiani, eternally. The day a the house, it's like the ark the Ana am ana leg, I'm Ana leg, I'm a Yeah. yeah. O dimam shamshi mesura alem na slika pra bel prax artio al menasle al al
0: Right, that'll wrap things up here on a two-hour usual episode of Bite Size. I know we have that Bite Size episode of Bite Size. What was it? Two weeks ago already now. But we have um, two hours pretty much. I, I assume so at least for the m- remainder of this season. By the way, Naomi Nachman of Table for Two. You follow her probably all over Instagram. And if you do, you know what I'm talking about. But if you don't, she came out with a new cookbook. And that's Naomi Nachman. Um, the Aussie Gourmet for Table for Two, I said that she hosts on Fridays from 9 to 10. But she came out with a new cookbook, Perfect Flavors, I believe is what it's called. Um, and you'll want to check that out. I believe it came out on Amazon on Monday. She had her launch party on Monday that I was at. That was really cool, and I thank her for inviting me. But Perfect Flavors, she had Perfect um, for Pesach. That was her first cookbook that came out, I want to say, a year or two ago. This year, it's Perfect Flavors um so many amazing recipes i got a cookbook already and i've been looking through it and i'm just like oh there these are things in here that even i a 26 year old male can make and i'm not saying males can't cook and i'm not saying it's only for females i'm just simply saying that i am able to cook these and i'm not the best cook so i hope there are plenty of people that could look at these um recipes and be like oh these are cool this is something that i can make um whether it be for your significant other for your roommates for your spouse whatever it is um, a lot of great recipes in here. Perfect flavors available on Amazon or pr- likely um, Eichlers or any other store. So you'll want to go find it, order it. Um, and uh, Naomi always doing cool things. Both here, you know, she had her show yesterday. She did a show at Kosher Fest, which will air this coming week. Did a show at Jewish Food Media Conference, which will air in the coming weeks. Um, if you are, if you know, if you if you're interested in food things and restaurant things, whatever it is, you want to follow Naomi on Instagram Naomi Nachman on Instagram, or just listen to her show Fridays here, 9 to 10 a.m. at the Nachum Segal Network. All right, that wraps things up. Our Wednesdays, of live lunch will be hosted by Avrami Finkelstein coming up in the next few seconds. But for now, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in for the last two hours here with me on Bite Size. And I'd like to wish you all a great day. Up, yep, wrapping up here right now. So wishing you all a great day and reminds you that the Bite Size is always, always, always the right size.